Pull out the katana, my boy. Pull yeah. out the katana. <laughs> Yo, we got to slice up the charts. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to our addicts. Make sure to click like and subscribe for more amazing content. If you haven't already grabbed your tickets to the FX Summit 2022 conference, make sure to grab them in the link below. Grab your tickets before they sell out. See you there. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Expert Trader Podcast Series, episode 25-2. Very special guest, the trade bender himself, QB Stu, Mr. Jason Stewart, and the phenom, Mr. James Storms. Welcome back to the podcast. What's going on? Pull out the katana, my boy. Pull out the katana. <laughs> yo, we got to slice up the charts. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right, y'all. So it's been a while since we had both y'all on the podcast. Um, Jason, you want to catch us up? What's What's been new in your world? And then James, we'll go to you. A lot of the same, just continuing to like level up my mind, continuing to trade, continue to like work out, exercise, take care of my body, and just constantly be a student to life and learn shit. So. Dope to be on here with my boy James. I actually requested to be on here with James because I've just always loved his energy and just the things that he's after are very similar to me. So actually, wouldn't want to be here with anyone else. There we go. As far as me, bro, it's very similar. You know, I think fitness goes hand in just di overall discipline in your life, your diet, you know, your daily habits and things like that, you know, correlate to your overall success and and you know, I'm still trying. I didn't get to run the marathon that I wanted to run last year. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, plan it for next year and just, you know, kind of blowing off the steam of having a, a huge breakout year for myself, you know, kind of just like threw myself out there. And now I'm picking the pieces and recollecting everything back, basically, you know, so I just want to, um, you know, keep myself, you know, sharp. And uh, like you said, you know, just be a student. There's always, always something to be learned, whether you make mistakes or you do something great, you always kind of have to like internalize, you know, and, and just uh, reflect on, on what you've done you know so that's where i'm at right now i, I haven't traded for a couple months I, I personally trade you know i don't want to go off topic but I, I trade really well just in like short bursts and then i kind of just take a little break you know do my thing and then and then come back to the charts when i feel ready you know so that's where i'm at for sure and i do want to go back and touch on that the topic of breaks you guys have both had a pretty amazing year and i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and forth and kind of ask you guys about that first i want to start with you jason uh jason you had your second six-figure day it was a huge deal but the way that you went about that trade and the way that it happened was like, you know, it was a pretty big story. You were in drawdown for a while. It was kind of like a whole thing. Can you talk about that day and what that meant to you? Uh, yeah, it was definitely different than the first one. Uh, and that, that's been the biggest thing for me is just like realizing that it's not something to look at that negatively. It's kind of a positive of like, wow, this is kind of what we expect and what we've worked to like get used to seeing. And that's exciting. But the cool thing was that, you know, we were on the YouTube live stream and we're giving out free trade ideas. And uh, so it was documented in front of everybody. Yeah, that, that, was was the, that was the stream we were all live on, right? That's when you spoke yep. about, I think it was, yep. Yep. Had, it was right. We broke exactly. the world record for the yeah. longest uh, trading stream. We raised $13,000 $13, for St. Jude's in 24 hours. But yeah, sorry, Jason, go ahead. No, 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 no. You got to mention that, bro. And it was just cool because so many of us um, got together and just donated, you know, a little portion of what we could and just, every little bit makes a difference. And so to know that we could be on there, but to call it live and just have the transparency of, I don't care whether I win or lose, like these are my parameters and I'm letting you guys know that. So then for it to end up at 119,000 in profit, which is like more so another like receipt in the time continuum of like, we really do this shit. But yeah, no, no, it was lit. It was lit. That's awesome. We'll circle back to like emotions and things like that. I know we went on IG live and we talked about it, but then we'll go through and talk about some more details. James, you had a crazy year. You had a lot of ups. You had a lot of downs. People, I don't know if you've spoken about what happened with the torch, what happened with all that. If you want to right. touch on that, help yourself talk about this year. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I, you know, I came into the torch. Like I go to everything with high aspirations, bro. Like I want to, you know, I, I push it to the limit, bro, until the limit's been reached. And then you know, whatever happens after that happens. But, you know, I'm not, I don't make any excuses. Like I'm the one, you know, controlling the account. Like I started off well, you know, like when I'm, when I try to flip accounts, like I always, I always start off really small. Like, you know, I try to build a little, a little profit, a little cushion, and then you can start to risk more and then, you know, do crazier shit, especially with, you know, everyone's watching. So I'm not trying to, you know, do anything too crazy off the jump, but I just didn't really see a lot of trades at the time. And, you know, like I don't really trade very often. Like, the, you know, the, the better I get, like I'm very selective with my trades and I, I might only trade one, one, 
trade a week or I might not even trade at all. So I had taken that one trade on US 30. I made like 10 or 12% or whatever. And then I didn't trade for like a week or two. And I guess, that, you know, people were like asking me like, hey, why aren't you trading the torch? Like, why do you get the torch if you're not going to trade? And then Q kind of made a post saying, he was like, yo, the people want to see action. And I'm like, well, this is his show. Like, this is his thing. So if that's what the people want, then that's what the people want. And here's where I where I fucked up. I was in the airport. I was flat. I was going to Europe for the first time. And I was in Paris airport when I entered the trades on GJ. And I found out that my next flight, I was going to Slovenia and the flight didn't have Wi-Fi. And I was like pretty close to my stop loss. I wouldn't be able to watch it. So I was like, well, I either take the L now or I, you know, extend the stops and kind of give it a little more room. So I gave it more room and I just, I just took a bad L, you know, like I scaled into it poorly. It was just a, overall that I forced the setup. It was nothing really there on the higher time frames. It was just regardless. So, you know, I made a mistake there. I also, I traded it. The thing is like, I'm only going to take trades that I really believe in. So I took it on my personal account too. I, I had like a few hundred lots on it. I lost like $160,000 on, on my personal account on that trade. So it was the biggest loss I'd ever taken after that. And at that point, and after that, I, I spiraled downward a little bit. I ended up while I was on vacation, bro, from the time I left New York till I got, you know, I came back, I had lost like, like almost $500,000, like of that, like 1.5 million or whatever that I made, but whatever, that's, that's how it goes. Like, I, like I push the limit, push the limit, push the limit, push the limit until I find that resistance and then you fall off, you know? So now that's where I'm at. I'm like, all right, cool. I learned, I did something amazing. You know, now I'm kind of just recollecting and, and waiting for that next, that next, I'm going to push past, I'm going to make way more money than I made, you know, so now I'm just coming from a place of experience, you know, every time you lose, you learn something valuable. So that's awesome. Uh, we're going to circle back and talk about some of the lessons that you took from those losses, how you bounce back and how you're dealing with it. Jason, did you ever do the torch challenge? No, and I actually wanted to say something in regards to even James doing the challenge is like, when I found out that he was doing it in my head, I was thinking to myself, like, obviously, this is going to be lit. But at the same time, I was like, he really has nothing to gain from doing this. Right. Like, and that's what I kept thinking to myself. And even while I had hit you, like, bro, like, don't even put too much pressure on yourself. Because in my mind, it was basically like, if he had basically accomplished it and did what he planned on doing, then people, they had already expected that. And like, it, they would have been very impressed. It's like, oh, yeah, we knew he was going to do that. But if he doesn't, then everyone right. has everything to say in the world. And right. he's a bad trader and da, 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 da. And it just once, once again, goes back to show like people's opinions of your trading ability Right. of your whatever it may be your creativeness whatever it may be it only holds so much weight it only holds the weight that right. you allow it to right. and uh, i just love your transparency bro because it's like it's like gary v says that's your shit like right. you're owning your shit like yes this is my shit right this happened to me i don't care what any of y'all think because at the end of the day bro you still took sixty thousand to end you see what right. I'm saying? And that was that was in less than six months time. So that's where I'm like, I have to put that out there vocally because if people right. don't understand, people, people don't even believe it, bro. That's what's crazy. It does, like, it, like, once again, it doesn't matter opinions, because you have. Yeah. The I think it's amazing, bro. It's so it did something so amazing that people don't even think it's possible. And I'm just like, exactly. I'm just laughing because like, you know, like I did that. Shit. I don't care whether you believe it or not. Honestly. Right. I checked my account and the money's there. So, so the stories, like, you know, you guys are stories, your come ups were, I don't want to say similar. You guys kind of like, you guys have a, a few similarities in your, in your stories. Where did you guys actually meet? How'd you guys actually get to know each other? The first time I met Jason was in person because I had followed him for a long time. I always, you know, just like, like you said, you know, just the vibes were there, bro. Mutual vibes. Like I always liked, you know, the type of stuff that he was on. And um, I believe you had an event. I forget what it was for. It was from uh, like a, like a company that you were doing a, a hosting an event yeah. for. And, you know, you just, you just said everyone pull up. And I was like, yo, I just came to just meet you, honestly. And just, you know, that's what I like to do. I, I, I like meeting people and just, you know, it's one thing to see someone behind a screen or what, what content they put out there but actually meeting them in the flesh and that's why i came out to fly out and do the podcast with you i just felt like it's just more organic and you can actually really like you know understand like where a person is coming from you know for sure what year was this uh, that was uh this year. would have been last year bro and one yeah. thing i will say that i took away from it was the fact that like even when you pulled up it wasn't it was just on some genuine like we were just talking about life like it wasn't even like oh hey you're here and do this thing it was like, I just genuinely wanted to chop it up with you. And it was cool right, too, because yeah. like we were at this nice ass mansion. Yeah. Uh, and we had, me and James had like went up to the top of the balcony. Right, it was like yeah. super secluded yeah. and just was lit. We smoked the J and just had a good ass talk yeah, we're just about chilling. how far we've come and how far we're going to go. Right. And it was like, 
it was like 45 minutes flew by and I was like, damn, bro. It's like, all right, we got to get back down there. You know, yeah. like, but we just up here talking all I day. I think that was right after I had, I think you had had your six figure day a little while ago. And then we yep. spoke about like, and I had just had mine. Um, that was in like, it must've been November or December or something like that of last year. Yeah. It was all good vibes. And, you know, I definitely took a lot away from the interaction, you know? So if we can, Facts. if we can bring it back home, a lot of folks, you know, when they see you guys now, they see you guys doing extraordinary things, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, of course they're winning. They have, you know, these extraordinary qualities, but they don't know that everybody started off broke. Everyone started off, of course, like really, really having to make I went broke multiple, no multiple more than once, bro. I was rich and broke and rich and broke. Like, not, not rich, but talk about from talk about from broke to getting to the point where you guys are both having six figure successes and really succeeding in trading. Yeah. I mean, it's all about survival, you know, like anybody can make money, but can you keep it? Like, that's the biggest thing that I've learned, you know, like I've had, I've done so many amazing when I first, bro, like the first, the third day I ever started trading, I took Q's five day course and I turned like $400 into like 6,000 in one day, you know, like, and then I ended up turning that account into like 20 K or whatever. And then I had big losses, bro. What I've learned, the biggest thing for me is just paying myself, you know, like, cause once you pay yourself, you take, you build your bank account is, it, you know, it's, it's a simple concept, but it's so hard because it's so easy to make money, but it's also very easy to lose money. It depends on how you trade too. Like, you know, I'm more aggressive. So like I, I, my aggression plays out well and, and I withdraw my money. I start off small and I keep, keep it rocking, you know? So I think just my biggest struggle was, was really just withdrawing money after I had my biggest wins. And now, sure. now I, now I know, now I know, you know, I'm still going to, I mean, cut you off, but I'm still going to push it. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not never taking my foot off the gas. Like if I make a million, cool. Like next year I want to make 10 the year after that. I want to make a hundred. Like, you yep. know, what I'm getting from that, like the biggest lesson I'm taking away from that is to really know yourself. And right. if you know that you have these births and you are successful right. and you know, nothing is guaranteed then to make sure that you have that insurance. Policy yeah. It's, di it's discipline, bro. Like in the past, I would trade, 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 trade all day long. Now, like bro, I haven't traded since October. I've been watching the markets like calm, bro. Like I'm not, you know, I see all these beautiful trades. I'm like, no worries. Like January, there's going to be more, you know, it's just, I've, I've gained a lot more discipline over the years where I know myself and I know where, where I work well and where I don't work well, you know? Me and Jason were just talking about this. And also like, this was the conversation that me, Raul and Alex had on the last podcast which is people feel unproductive when they're not trading. So right. can you guys talk about taking breaks? Can you guys talk about like, do you feel I unproductive do. sometimes when you're taking a trading break? Or do you just like, is it just natural for you when you should get back in? I do want to say something about what James just said, because like I, I'm even sitting here. Some, I got ADD. So for all of y'all at, at home listening to this, if you have ADD, you can still be successful. You know, it's I, that's why I got to write this shit down. But the first thing is you can have different trading styles, as in James said, he likes to trade in bursts. So a lot of people think you have to trade one account for a whole year. And that's just how you have to do it. It's like you have to get out of that thought process. It's called a build. So you could literally have a seven day they build that right. you do get phenomenal results and like you said then withdraw reward yourself for that right. build make it real like it's not real until you actually exactly realize the prop whether you whether you put it in cryptos or you put it somewhere else or you just tuck it away or whatever just you have to actually extract it out of the, uh, the trading account you know on facts and people, once they can get past that of like, when you start to get to the bigger bread, that's when it starts to become like, when you start to talk about a hedge fund, we start to talk about account management, we start to start talking about really dealing with big money. That's when it's okay. Let me see your track record right. annually. Right. But when you're, when you're just starting off, it's not really a, Oh, let me grow this 1k account conservatively right. uh, for a whole year. It's these aggressive builds. And obviously majority of people fail. So but I will say this, bro, because I want to have this on record. James is Sean White, okay? So anytime Sean White needs to learn a new trick or push it to that next level, it's going to require him to not land that shit multiple, break multiple, my multiple legs. times. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to break his legs. And so it's like as he keeps pushing the limits, you got to remember what comes with that. You're, you're going to have broken bones, and there's right. going to be times where it doesn't happen. But right. that's the only way we continue to expand what's possible for all of us. And uh, definitely had to make sure I put that on the record because we know, we, bro, we know you're going to keep pushing the limits. Like we're all right. so young and early in this niche with 2021, us going into 22 and beyond. It's like these things, these charts is not going anywhere. So we're all going to continue to level up mentally. And that's going right, to only bro, crazy we're just, results. It's crazy. We're just getting started, bro. That's you Jason, know, I think about all the time. Jason, someone sitting at home that's like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, Jason's got all this clout. Jason can hit these six-figure days. James doing all these crazy things because he's James swimming in Russian waters fighting Khabib. <laughs> you know? 
I completely forgot where we left off. Guys, the Zoom the Zoom meeting ended, and these guys think we're running a bootleg operation over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw a commercial break in there, so that way they won't even notice anything. No, my, <laughs> no I'm joking. The, the question was, someone's sitting at home right now, and they said, okay, of course you guys have all the success, but I'm broke right now, and I'm trying to get to where they are, and I just don't even know how that's possible. What did you guys do that was different than what everybody else did to kind of get to that point of success. And we can start with you, uh, Jason, and we can kind of move on to you, James. I don't think we did anything that hasn't been done before. Like we didn't have to reinvent the wheel as far as how do you get there? And I think too many people get caught up in like where they're at and that discourages them from even taking those advancing steps to try to get more. It's almost as though if you thought about like success or getting even six figures as climbing a mountain, like when you start so low on the mountain, which we all did, it can be very overwhelming thinking like, why am I even going to try to do that? Or it seems impossible. Especially when you put fall the off in. the mountain, when you make it a little bit up and then you fall off, that's even worse. <laughs> exactly. So is it scarier really looking do. up the mountain or is it scarier halfway up the mountain when you're looking down and you're saying, damn, I've actually come a pretty long way up. Like maybe, maybe I should just chill right here. Which one of those you kind of leads to more of like, you know, more failure. I wouldn't say that it's like scarier. I would say like, it's just a difference in, okay, getting started is, is definitely difficult, but I feel like those tests, like, like you said, falling down and like retracement, those, those tests are what decide and determine if it was something that you needed to have versus something that you just wanted to have happen. And that's to me, in my opinion, like the, the test is what de defines whether it was genuine, you know, like if it was really something that was meant to happen. And so it's different, but you got to push through both. If we're really going to take this like real deep level, James, what does someone have to learn about themselves in that phase, in that period where they're down in order to really grow? Like where, what are some of the, some of the aspects that people have to kind of confront about themselves in order to really make that progress? You got to really just know what your strength and, and weaknesses are really, you know, I mean, it comes down to like your tendencies as a person. Are you, you know, your emotions, like, are you, are you more conservative? Are you more, you know, aggressive? Like I was always, I was always, all right, let's do it. Let's, you know, like balls to the wall. Like I took Q's course and I was like, all right, cool. Like full margin this, full margin that, like blah, 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 whatever. Like I was just figuring it out. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't scared to, to do anything like that, you know? So I, I think, I think, you know, it just, it's tough. It's tough. Cause it's such a situational thing. Like everyone's different. So, you know, I think so really let's just let's talk about just, like you specifically. So like for you, what were some of like the main, and, and you don't have to go like through specifics, but just in terms of like, like, is it discipline? Is it habits? Is it like your, gen, like your genetics, for example? Is it like, you know, what, what really came up while you were trying to grow? Cause you had a, a period of time where you were really trying to succeed at trading and then just a blowout year. And Jason, right. same with you, you know, people can go back to some of those videos where you're walking against that traffic. You know, it's a really powerful that video. You're walking dope. against traffic. You're like, well, I got no money to my name. I'm walking against traffic and it's not phasing me because I have faith in the future, you know? So what were some things that you confronted about yourself in that period that really helped you get to the next level? Or do, or do you learn the lessons once you kind of, you know, once you kind of break out? Um, yeah. I mean, when you have, you know, when you do something great or you do something bad, you know, you definitely learn from each, you learn way more from the losses than you do from the wins. The wins don't really teach you very much, honestly. Like they just kind of inflate your ego, you know? So I mean, it, for some people, but um, I think for me, a lot of it is, yeah, it's definitely discipline. It's just, you know, like I said, it's so easy to enter the market and, and, you know, when you're going, when everything's going well, it's so easy to just think it's going to keep going well, you know, but you had like the reason it was going well is because of the preparation that you did. And, and you know, you took your time and, and you were disciplined and you waited for your setup and you waited for the exact thing that you wanted to see at the right, the right session time and all these different things. And once you start to deviate, you know, once you start getting that confidence, you get a little chip on your shoulder and, and it's like, you know, a lot of that stuff starts going out the window. You're like, oh, you know what? It's half of it's half of the confluences that I normally look for. It's it's good enough. You know, that's why I'm super selective. That's why my trading has changed, bro. Bro, when I first started trading that 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 day, I, I you know, did this flip from 400 to 6,000 or whatever. I took 63 trades in one session. Like I was scalping, like I don't 63 trades. I wouldn't even take 63 trades maybe in a year, you know? So like as, as my skill set and, and my knowledge of myself developed, so did my habits and, and things like that. So it comes with time, you know, like uh, the thing is most people are not in this for, for that long, bro. Like, you know, me, Jason, even you, Roy, like we've been in this shit for a long time. Like we've learned a lot. We've had, we have scars, you know, that every time we look down, 
we got that scar on our fucking on our arms and you know it's a reminder you know it's a reminder so it, it just it takes time bro it takes time no i think that's really important uh jason you have your own philosophy on like scars and kind of like paying your dues and trading can you talk about that a little bit yeah i can i compare obviously to like i did the video on killmonger where he his whole body's covered in scars and i just made the reference like if all those scars represented a time you failed how many would you have and just the mindset of like it's gonna happen i think the one thing that's mutual between james and i is we both sacrificed even when we didn't have like much to you know give or spend like we both went to a five-day course that was a four-figure sacrifice and it wasn't a four-figure oh i'm a put this here and then maybe in a year this four figures will it wasn't an it wasn't buying a stock or a crypto it was we literally had invested four figures into our potential and what we knew we would become because that's really the massive difference between us and anyone on this is what we know that's really the main main thing differentiating us is what we know so it's like you just gotta go it's that applied knowledge. It's right. Everything, you know? There's a direct correlation. The more you know, the more money you're going to make. It's that simple. And, and I'm sure you learned more than that, bro. I, I, Q's course wasn't the only course I took. Like, I learned. Exactly. That was my foundation was, was Q, you know. But you got to keep building, bro. Like, exactly. the, the building doesn't stop there, bro. I'm still learning every day. I, I'm The thing, you have to you have to learn. Like, to anybody that's, you know, sitting here watching this that wants to get involved, like, bro, stop asking, oh, how do I do this? And just start fucking doing it like you know just start like start learning bro i bro, i go on forex factory i'll read forms i'll read forum posts about people oh, i just created this strategy but I, like i'll just read it like if there's something valuable this is where like you know your, your discretion comes in like you have to be able to filter out the noise like what's valuable and what's not valuable so that that comes down to you and everyone has a different style and everyone has different you know ways that they they behave in the chart so you need to figure out your own way of doing things and what works for you you know but never stop learning never stop learning i completely agree with that never always be a student definitely definitely always be a student but if i can play devil's advocate i think there's a lot of people that know a lot about trading but it doesn't really translate and i'm going to use myself as an example a couple years ago i feel like i knew a lot more than i do now about trading but i wasn't as successful but what i do know now is what what not to do and what works for me and things like that because i feel like two people can have the same education and won't have the same results what do you guys feel like is that second factor and actually applying it what is it is it discipline is it like your own discretion is it like you know some secret sauce that only some people have what is that thing that some people only i think willingness willingness to lose you know like i'm i'm not afraid to take that out like i'm just not like i don't think there's a lot of people that could even i mean i'm sure jason has had some big wins and also big losses too like bro i've had big losses and that shit does not it never feels good i don't care like once i start i start getting comfortable with the losses that's when i know i need to push it up because like i don't ever want to be comfortable i mean yes it kind of goes against what people say you should be emotionless with trading but like fuck that you know money is always going to make you emotional you know at at the end of the day until unless you're like really balling like that so i'm always pushing myself and and but I'm not afraid to lose. Like I'm not, I've been broke and, and, and I've had money and, and it's great. I'm, ha- I'm happy with, with money, without money, but it's just a tool to, to, to do things with. So I'm not, I know that's, that's the risk and reward is a direct correlation. So Jason, I'm fried. I can't even remember the question. <laughs> what was the question again? People know a lot about the markets, but it doesn't translate to profits. So oh, okay. isn't right. really like that, that defining factor. What really is the defining that's factor in, in being successful trading? Appreciate oh, you're you funny. catching me <laughs> Bro, I, I got to be transparent. Bro. I got to be transparent. The biggest thing I would say is reps. Like you got to get those reps in. And the oh, biggest right. thing after that is then being coachable with yourself of like, okay, if you keep losing and losing and losing, then, you know, repping out losing and losing and losing is only going to get you so far as well. So it's like, there has to be some level of consistency of the time that someone trades. Like, do you always trade in New York? What lots are you going to be using consistently? Just things of that nature that you just get reps on. So that way, when it's actually time for it to happen, it's not a brand new feeling. And I feel like that's why so pe- so many people get emotional is because if they're dropping 10 lots on their live account, it's the probably the first time they've ever dropped 10 lots. Right. And it's like, if you had repped that out even five, 10 times on demo, right. but I know people are so against demo and it frustrates me because I know the real reason they're against demo is people trying to leverage demo results as though it's right. real. I understand. Right. And I'm against that as well, right. but I, I'm saying in general, like the concept of demo should never be like looked down upon because sure. if you're constantly wanting to like level up your game, there's no reason, even if I traded a eight, a eight figure demo now, I would rather at least have right. those reps now and at least 
get used to what does that feel like? It's like watching Even, film, you know? Exactly, bro. I compare it to throwing a fade. Like, and, if and I you throw don't, a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If I throw a touchdown in the game, it wasn't my first time throwing right. that pass. Like, I had already done it probably 10, 20 times in practice before that week. So, it's the same concept, you know? That's what gives yeah, you I was just, I was just going to say, it's like going to the gym, too. It's like you don't go to the gym and try and squat 400 pounds. Like, you're going to break mm. your break your fucking back. You know, it takes time. Yes. To, you got to work up the weights, you know? And you got to go through the pain, too. Like, that's why a lot of people don't have the dream body that they want or what, because it takes time and consistency. And not everyone, not, I think, I think you know, what you said separates us is the hunger, you know? Like, how bad do you really want it? Like, as cliche as it sounds, like, mm-hmm. it's real. Like, do you, like, yeah. do you really put in the work every day? Do you really, like, I'm not big on back testing or whatever, but I trade like my the whole four years I've been tr- I barely t- I take breaks here and there, but I'm always trading, I'm always looking at the markets, I'm always immersed in the space because I'm I'm truly passionate about this shit. And I call that live testing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Forward so testing. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, it's if people don't, it's just the concept of being in it. And that's like you're saying, bro. We're right. hungry. It's 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 hungry dogs. It's like you're right. You you don't stop thinking about it. It's literally like we gotta go get to this shit. And it's right. I don't know. You know, you still have fun, you still watch movies, you still do all that, but it's like the overriding theme, right. the permanent marker thought is we gotta go get to it. And like you said, there's gonna be days where you feel like you're getting further away because it's a loss or whatever it may be. But I personally feel like the losses where I only had a 3k account and that account was blown, that shit hurt worse than yeah, if I definitely. lose 10, 10 20k. The now. first time I ever lost 10,000, bro, I was in a fetal position. I, I fell asleep in my boy's bed for like a day, almost like 18 <laughs> hours, bro. I was, I was because it's relative. Bro. It's relative. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Have exactly. It's, it's all you got. It hurts. It's all you got. Sure. It hurts. That's why when uh, the woman in the Bible had given what little she had and Jesus said that that was the greatest sacrifice or gift because she gave everything. Right. So it's the same thing with these accounts like that oftentimes hurts worse. And if people can understand that and push through that, then it's like even as you get to the next levels, it won't even you'll kind of be numb to it. But like James said, if you want to keep because there is some people, bro, that honestly will genuinely if they get to six figures trading, they'll be cool with just managing their account for a whole year. Right. And trying to do, you know, 20, 30 percent or something like that and, you know, live off the yeah. principle and shit like. But for individuals like James and myself and Roy, it's like people who want to keep pushing themselves. It's going to come. There's no ceiling. This shit has no ceiling, bro. That's the thing that I always think about. Like, it was like, all right, cool. I made 100,000. I made 200,000, 300,000 today. Someone made up 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, 50 million, 100 million, 1 billion. Like, there's no limits, bro. So, like, it's it's like taking buckets out of the ocean, bro. It's like however much water you can take out is how much you can keep, bro. You know? So what do you guys do to keep yourself in the game today? So I know that, like, everyone has their everyone is a very is their own person. And I know that you said that you're not big on backtesting. You traded long enough that it's really kind of ingrained at this point. What do you do to keep yourself in the game nowadays? Um, As far as what, like keep yourself in the game, like keep myself just like occupied, just, you're saying? Yeah, just keep yourself sharp. Like, do you read stuff about trading? Do you surround yourself? With um, I mean, definitely working, working with my students. Um, you know, I took a little break while I was on vacation. You know, I went on vacation for like two months, but like I was working, you know, I, I do a webinar every Sunday with my students and I, people can go on and schedule like one-on-one calls with me and that definitely it, it helps me you know like i don't like i don't it feels like a job sometimes like i don't really like working a job like i want it to be like fun and free and open and, and not like feel like i'm obligated to do it but obviously people are hiring me so it's you know but definitely just staying engaged with them and seeing what they're you know the type of mistakes that they're making and and you know always correcting them it's always keeping it's always keeping my blade sharp <laughs> yes sir yes sir but uh hey. no but yeah but all jokes aside like it definitely um it's just things like that and, and just how having a general passion for it like i really truly do love trading and i don't ever see myself not trading you know like why it's the most it's the most amazing thing you know but it, it comes down to the person you know you can be very destructive or you can be very productive with trading so it's really up to you a lot of the folks that we know about that we know in trading and you guys specifically since you know since we're talking about this you guys love trading you guys love markets just in and of itself and i feel like it's a great it's a contributing factor to the success do you feel like someone has to love this game to succeed at it or can someone just learn the mechanics and succeed just with the mechanics i don't think you should i don't really think you should do it if you don't love it honestly like why would you be doing it if you're doing because the only the only reason if you're not passionate about the charts then would be doing it for money and that's not really a valid reason to be trading in my opinion i think you could yeah you could i'll say this i definitely i hated the charts bro for like the first six months 
months to a year. Uh, I hated it, bro. I literally like wanted, I didn't get into trading because I was like, oh, this is my passion. It was just literally in my mind, I'm like this. I kept, I always use the, the quote, if not this, then what? It was like, what out there? Because I didn't have a car and I'm doing the target thing. And it's like, you know what I mean? I wanted to get into wholesaling with real estate. Like if that, if I had a car, bro, I probably wouldn't even be on this call because I probably would have ran it up in wholesale or some type of real estate. Like, because to me, I'm thinking I worked with my dad as a carpenter. So I understood properties. I understood renovations. I understood all of that. So I was like, oh, that that's up my alley. But trading just happened to be what it was. And the first six months to a year, I, I really disliked it. But I will say, once you start to like ingrain yourself in it day to day, then you learn, you have more of a respect for it. And then you start to appreciate it as you understand it better, you know? And like, so the more you learn, then the more you can potentially become passionate about trading. The whole, you should love what you do. I agree with that. So I have like other passion projects, but if you get to the bag, that's, that was always the thing for me. Like trading is not my number one passion, but I knew the money that it could provide if I got fucking cold at it. Right. And that's where I'm like, that's what yeah, it's just, it's a vehicle to pursue all your passions, bro. You know, like you need to have outside passions outside of trading. I don't think it has to be your number one thing that you love. Oh, I love facts. Like you're eating your cereal in the morning, like watching charts, right. you know, but it de <laughs> you definitely have to like, you know, you have to, I mean, who wants to do something that they, they really don't enjoy, it's like, you know? Exactly. You know, it's but not, but bro, I feel like a lot of the folks that are, that are listening to this, they're probably in a situation where it's probably, it's like Jason is saying, if not this, then what? There's nothing that really has no limit. There's nothing that really requires, you know, very little down, very little uh, overhead, very, you know, you don't have employees. So this really does feel like the only option for people. But this really isn't for everyone. James, right. is this is trading for everyone? Can anyone be a trader? Can everyone be a trader? I say it all the time that everybody can, but not everybody will. It's that simple, you know? Everybody can, but not everybody there's will. There's plenty of, like, listen, there's plenty of ways to make money in the space outside of actually tra trading your own account, bro. There's, there's, you know, EAs, there's people that will manage your funds for you. There's this, there's that, you know? So, that, you know, if you don't want to be directly involved, you can still make money with trading. But I do think if you want to make the most money, then you really need to just just learn and get involved, you know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing with that is, like, people look at the fail rate as though it's the worst, like, fail rate of any industry or niche. Like, even baby sea turtles, a thousand sea turtles get hatched. Only one might make it to the teenage years. You can look up the facts. Y'all can fact check me, but the baby bro, sea you're turtles... The king, you're the king of analogies, bro. I thought I was going example, analogies, bro. but... No, this is next level. I'm just saying, so no, only one true, sea though. turtle out of a thousand right. is going to make it right. to its teenage years. But we're sitting over here acting like a 90% fail rate in trading is the end of the world. It's like, this right. shit is hard. So that's I mean, why yeah. I, I'm more of an advocate for like, you know, people should be like, show, I get the industry is like, oh, everyone wants to, if they don't, they, they don't think it's possible. They don't think that it's real. But even with our FX books, bro, it's like the FX books is basically the ESPN stat line. And even that, all right. people will say you can you can finagle. Yeah, bro, people say, bro, people will literally dog. Anything, I get, bro, I get anything. Every, oh, it's not real. It's demo. I, sh I show them the fucking the, the screen recordings of the of the withdrawal. I show them a video with me on my phone. Right, right. Clicking the buttons on my broker, you know, whatever million dollars. Oh, oh, you're working with the broker. Oh, this, right. these are edited results. Oh, like because at the end of the day bro like that's the reason why they're they're not successful is because one they come on someone else's page and waste their time to talk shit to me like i like what are you, you know not gaining anything from that and and you have but, limiting beliefs you know like, like was, you have to remove all limiting beliefs if you want to really like excel with trading like i know that there's no limits like i've had i personally ha i've done crazy things but i've had trades that all i had to do was nothing and i could have had millions of dollars in a day before you know so i know what's possible you know it's just it comes down to me and 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 what i'm comfortable with and and you know just getting myself more comfortable and accustomed to these type of numbers you know but it's only a matter of time before just wait next year bro we're gonna do another podcast when i have a million dollar day like i telling you i will sure. have a million dollar day next year like and i'm no betting doubt. on it i'm 100 betting on it i think that was the only 20 seconds of clout we're gonna give to the trolls trolls get on everybody's page they're gonna be like oh that's not real oh you should you know this and that i love oh, i love i love that shit that shit fuels but, me so but much. let's be I real the shit. people that watch this podcast is like the five per, is that five percent win rate you know those five percent yeah. traders succeed the five percent are right. watching this right exactly. so they're exactly. really trying to figure out what's in you guys's head that they can use to level up and to kind of get to the next level because even though you guys might not see yourselves as being like 
all those, you know, all the special stuff, you guys did very specific things that got you to where you are. And you have a very specific perspective on this game. And I think a lot of folks are just kind of wondering how they can level up and get to that next step. So if we can just kind of get through, uh, there's some topics I wanted to go through just to see how you guys, you know, how you guys think about them. First off is funding. It's the biggest thing in Forex today. Everybody is trying to get funded. Beginners are using it as a crutch to not put their own money in. Advanced traders are jumping in, trying to kind of finally get capitalized. What do you guys think about funding? Do you guys think that traders, you know, should be more careful about funding or what do you think? Let's start with you, Jason. Okay, so funding, I think for one, like for traders who do plan on having the long-term, like let, let me build an account and stay consistent with my risk management and really build out a portfolio and level up that way. I think funding is a phenomenal opportunity. But like we said, you know, the fail rate is what it is. I don't think people should just get, get discouraged from failing a funding challenge, especially since most of them only cost anywhere from, you know, 200 to like a thousand, you know, and that type of range. And you're getting access to all types of, you know, practice accounts, whatever it may be in order to try to prove yourself worthy. But I know a lot of people that are funded and do get paid out. I myself even ran a funding program and probably brought on like a, close to like 100 traders. And even what I start to realize with that is it's more of a headache than anything, because anytime people fail, they're going to constantly say this happened or this happened and try to blame you when in all reality, like I have no control over what goes on in the back end. It's all being calculated and there's a computer that runs all of that. So, you know, something that I tried and once again, like that's just me being transparent of, I tried a business model. This was before top tier. This was like just in general, like, and that's where I got excited as an entrepreneur because um, me and my boy Drew Bishop were like, okay, we were first to the market type of deal. We got to like test the water. And I know top tier probably has thousands of traders so once again it's not a matter of like how many people did i bring on board it was like i really wanted to test the waters and see how traders would do and once again you you'd be surprised how many traders you know don't pass and you quickly realize like all these funding programs are majority making money off the sign up game and that's just it that just is what it is no 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 hold on we gotta dive into that so what did you learn from running that i know it was like a small sample size you know it wasn't that many people but what did you really right. learn from seeing people's results how many people actually passed the challenge and how many people actually made it through yeah i mean we purposely kept it a small sample size because i didn't want to be neither of us wanted to be overwhelmed with like all these traders and getting people their account details and credentials and we just wanted to test the water. We wanted to see how things went with payouts. Like it was, I always am a fan of like, you know, like really like get a feel for the space and what comes with it. Then just massively, like let's bring in thousands of traders. Just in general, bro, it's just, I, I started to realize once again, like people for the most part still don't have a plan. They go in with, Whatever the max lot size is, they use that on the very first trade. And they're they're tr trying to treat these accounts as like we were talking about with those aggressive builds. But it's kind of the opposite. It's like that's where trading should be boring. And that's the goal for people who want to manage that type of money. Because even at my affirmation, I am a 10-figure trader. When I'm managing even the, the blue... Uh, FX book that I have now is not the percentage gains that James did, but on a 100K account, I'm up over 130% in eight months. And my FX book is called Jenga. That's the that's the name I gave it because that's just the, the stew that that's the, the shit that Stu likes. You know, I, that's my one of my favorite movies. That man had a crazy sniper from long range. You know, he will hit you from anywhere, fastest gun in the South. So that's, you know, that's how I'm getting down. And that's, once again, like you said, you know, how do you keep it fun and how do you like enjoy it? As I almost view FX books like albums, like, you know, as I continue to level up, then I'm going to have a new name for every FX book. And this is going to be my ESPN stat line. I'm used to playing in front of thousands and thousands of people and then being able to say, oh, he sucks or, oh, he's great. I'm used to that. So like trading is not really much different, but I do prefer when I'm trading to have my trades private i don't like people on the outside saying oh it's gonna go this way or oh should you close or i it's it should be a you versus the market game in my opinion so for tra for traders who are like giving signals and, and all that you know i take my hat off to them because 
it's extra pressure when you know all these other people are relying on you being right. So even when I give out trade setups or whatever it may be, people don't realize like that shit is a lot more pressure than even taking the trade on your own, but it makes you right. great. <laughs> That's for damn sure. James, um, in terms of funding versus trading your live account, what do you think? I have mixed emotions about the the funding programs. I, similar to what, what Stu said is like, I think it's a little bit of like a mirage kind of the way they set it up. Like it's definitely not set up in your favor. You know, you got to pass step one, you got to pass step two. And then, you know, like you have to go through these hurdles before you even get to this, the starting blocks, you know? So I forget who I spoke to or someone, but or it was FTMO or someone released results about how I think is 90% or above 90% of people don't even make it past their first month of the live account. So it's kind of like a casino, you know, like, like a very rigged casino in a way. I mean, I look, if you know how to trade, it, it doesn't, I don't personally, maybe if I was back when I first started, I'd, I'd maybe use it. But for me, it doesn't really suit my trading style. You know, like I, I like to use, like, I, you know, I think 10% is not enough for me. Like I'm, you know, I might risk 10% in a trade five or 10%. So like, I, I don't, I, because I I'm used to having more wins and higher win rate. I can do more with the money. So it's kind of like, well, like I was saying, like it's, they give you, it's a mirage because they give you $200,000, but you can only really risk 20k so they really give you 20k to risk but they give you this um, a massive amount of leverage that you know it's kind of incentivized for you to fail you know that like that's what people don't sure. understand is that like everyone's getting paid like they're getting paid from these challenges you know and, and they have no risk and, and even when you get a live account you still don't even get real money like even ftmo goes on public saying right yeah we don't we don't actually simulate trade trade. yeah sure. exactly uh, they don't actually give you live capital until you've proven yourself month over month over month so now, then you've thrown them out there a few times a quick shout out to ftmo and uh as long as those checks keep coming in it doesn't matter shout out ftmo shout out raul and alex fms shout out q top tier for sure you know, migs migs is coming out you know he's, he's doing a thing um you know everyone's gonna be i mean why not i mean it, yeah, it, i think when it, folks are first starting in their trading they're gonna need the capital right yeah of course i think if you're a good trader and you have discipline go for it you know like if you are if you're nice with trading and the thing is you can you can open up multiple accounts like there's you know you can open open an account with your mother your sister your dog you know whatever like you know and you can they frown upon it but you know there's ways to link them all with trade copiers and do shit and you can mess around with the lot sizes on each one because like some of them don't, they frown upon the, the the trade copiers, but there's ways to do it. And if you want, you could build up millions of dollars worth of worth of capital in a short period of time. And, and if you're good at trading, like you'll make a lot of money. It's definitely a, a good avenue, but you have to, you have to really scale yourself down. You know, you got to like only risk half a percent, whatever, you know, things like that. So it takes time. Someone's sitting at home, they're at the gym, they're listening to this on their bike, they're listening to this cleaning their house, they're in the car, whatever. They say, what can I do going into next year so I can have a level up 2022? What's your best advice to the folks at home for how they can have a, you know, a better 2022 and really hit some kind of breakout? We can start with you, James. But start start this year. Like we still got, you know, eight, nine days left of 2021. So start now. Um, I mean, whether you have no knowledge or any knowledge, you know, I mean, bro, there's a lot of good info out there on the internet, bro. There's so much information. Um, you know, the dude, uh, Roy underscore NL underscore, he has a YouTube page. It's called The Coin FX. He's got some great videos on there that are free. Um, Baby Pips has a ton of great info, as, as cliche as it is. Um, there's a lot of great free resources out there. Or just, you know, find someone you really like and, and see if they have a mentorship, pay for their time. And, and that's the thing is like people, you know, People don't want to pay. People don't want people. Everyone wants results and people don't want to pay. And, and not only do you have to do the work yourself, but you also have to seek out, you know, knowledge. And, and you're not only paying for, for the knowledge, but you're paying for the years of time that somebody took to get there. The, you're paying for the scars that they took to, to learn what they learned. And, and it's deeper than just trading strategies It's more. It's also just I, I took Q's five day course and and the, the material is great. But but what I the, my biggest takeaways were more just the mental cues, you know, what like just the way he carried himself and the way he just conducted himself. It was was more so what I took away from that course. So be a great student. I think, James, yeah. you're, you're one of the best students that I know, because even through all your success, you've con you've continued to stay coachable and learnable. And I think that's that's really awesome to see. Um, and yeah. shout out to baby pips who will be uh, attending the FX Summit 2022. Grab your tickets in Yo, the description get, your, get your tickets. That that's going to be, the, I'm so excited for that event. Yeah. Baby Pip showing up is going to be a huge deal. Jason, talk to us. 
Biggest advice, 2022, someone at home on the Peloton wants the breakout year. Talk to them. Biggest advice, they need to cop their ticket to FX Summit 2022. This is something that you've got to be at. In all seriousness, yeah. like, this is going to be the mecca. This is the first. This is not something that you're going to want to miss. Like, imagine the first ever Super Bowl, and that's going to be this right. for trading. Right. So it's definitely something that you're going to want to be a part of. It's underpriced value. But there's a lot of things, bro, to, to, to do to get better. For one, you could you could definitely find a better plug, smoke better gas. That's very important. The, the higher the grade, the better, the more you're going to elevate. And <laughs> the higher the grade, the higher the scores, right? I'm trying to tell you, bro. So that's important. Uh, also, shout out to Harry Potter. They had the first ever NFTs. If you notice inside of the castle, uh, they got moving pictures all o- all over the wall. So they were the first to do it, them and Soldier Boy. Um, the other things to do to get better, make sure you work out, like really get active, get you some right. vitamin D, go stand out in the sun, like go kiss some flowers and some nature, like go really get right. active because that's going to br- just bring you back to the reality of we're all just grains of sand in this infinite universe right. so it's like everything i'm saying right now doesn't even fucking matter and excuse my language but like that's just the truth so i say that to inspire the person listening to like really just go be them like just go take a chance and note like and and real quick shout out to um this this georgia quarterback moment of silence for him high school kid bro got surgery on his shoulder d1 offers everything quarterback here in georgia had some anesthesia go to his brain sideways whatever it may be passed away bro from just a regular routine Man. shoulder surgery so that just goes to show the kids 18 high school kid had all this bright big bright future all these colleges offering him and boom just like that so you know that's not to bring things down but to just put things into perspective like it could happen for any of us any given day so like really just go after it and just start every day with gratitude that's why we talk about wake up list gratitude on 100 is like you know, we're here now, but you just never know. So it's like every single breath, every single move, it's just you got to stay in it, bro. You got to stay in it. All right, gentlemen, I really appreciate you. Another amazing episode, episode 25 of the Expert Trader podcast with the phenom himself, Mr. James Storms and the Forex quarterback, Mr. QB Stu. Thank you guys both for stopping by. Real quick, a bonus question for you both. And this is for all the stoners out there. What do you guys think about cannabis and trading? Do you feel like it has helped? or hurt your trading. And Jason, I actually want to you know, t- ask you about this because it's something you're pretty open about. Yes, I'm very open about it because if we can have if we can have alcohol commercials on the Super Bowl or any sporting event or people can go to a sporting event and just start chugging a beer and the whole crowd goes crazy, but yet we have st- uh, stats that show us and every single year we're seeing tragedies. Even Henry Ruggs, for example, this year, the uh, Oakland Raiders receiver who is going to be facing probably life in prison and two people died from drunk driving. So it's the concept of like, we glorify alcohol and have no issues with like, you could be openly talking at work about how let's go get a beer this weekend, but heaven forbid, Jason wants to smoke gas because he has separated shoulders and anxiety and things that are going on and he needs this medicine. So I'm very open about it because I know that's how change happens. That's why I said I plan on uh, playing in a, in a football league this this coming year. And I plan on throwing a touchdown and pulling out an L and sparking it on the field because I know that that's the best way that you can really bring light to something that's helping people, not hurting people. But don't let it use you. You got to use it. So like, right. don't, don't right. sit there and say, okay, well, I can just smoke all day and sit on the couch and not get shit done. Right. You see, I smoke and then I'm getting to work, whether I got to mix it with caffeine, like I, I like a, a coffee where you're getting the caffeine and the THC. So that way I'm getting the creativity of a sativa. And then I can also like get to work and still be mellow and all the things that I like to have as I'm in the mix dealing with all this fluctuating money and emotions. It's good to have that numb confidence of like, Stu, you really do this, bro. You put the work in. That's where your confidence comes from because you've seen this over and over and over and over again. So even when you're three pits from getting stopped out, you're not going to self-sabotage yourself, right? You're going to sit there and, and look at it in the eye. And then now that you're back in profit, you know, you're going to maintain it the same way as when you were in drawdown. So definitely important. James, please preach to these people on this good, good gas. 
I mean, yeah, like I've I've been smoking for a long time and I, I, I've definitely learned. I mean, it comes down to who you are as a person and, and you know, you don't want like you said, like you said it perfectly, you know, use it. Don't let it use you. You know, like when nowadays, like I used to smoke when I was in high school and shit, like I used to smoke all day long and I felt like, you know, it, it, it took away from my productivity nowadays. Like when I smoke, like I, I want to do things that are pro- like I want to have an experience. I don't just want to sit around and and you know, whatever, if you're, if you're chilling, watching a movie, like, cool, like, you know, smoke some up, but, or if you're going, you know, you're going to go, like, if you're doing something leisurely, like you're at a, uh, an amusement park or whatever, that's cool. But like, you know, I don't really try to smoke in the morning anymore. Like I like to get up, start my day. I usually start with some cardio or running or, or whatever it is. You know, I feel like that just, it just helps me like mentally. Cause sometimes you can get, you smoke too much or, or you plan your day around it or whatever. And, and it kind of become, becomes a hindrance and not like a, you know, it's not helping you. So um, I, I think, you know, less is more, but you know, if, if you're comfortable with it, like I'm super comfortable, like I can smoke and or I used to work in a restaurant, I used to fucking go smoke in the back and go serve my tables and whatever. Like I was cool with, with, with interacting with people and, and, and just being productive on it, you know, but I definitely cut it back more and more as, cause I feel like I don't really need it as much, you know, like I, I felt like I was more, I relied on it a lot. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's that dopamine, man. Like that shit fucking, it gets addicting, bro. So, you know, you know, you need to find, um, you need to find a happy medium with it. So I, I'm an advocate for it, especially like when I'm already in my trades and I've done my analysis, I went through my trades. Yeah, I might smoke it. Like I'm just chilling. Like I'm just, you know, letting my, letting my trades run and I'm just chilling. Like it kind of helps me ease my anxiety and, and things like that. So uh, James, what really changed for you? What, you said that you used to smoke a lot and then you kind of just like, you said you didn't need it anymore. What what did you feel like you needed it for in the first place? Um, I guess sometimes just like a, for a lack of something better to do or just like it was just what you did. Like you woke up, you know, your boys hit you up like, yo, you're trying to smoke, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's just like a it's just like a, a defeating mindset because it just gets you nowhere. It's kind of like, you know, you like you you just running in circles, you're running in a rut. Like that's why, like, you know, I, I love everyone here in New York and everything. I love New York. I, I think it's one of the greatest places in the world. But, but right now, like, a lot of my friends are just not where I'm at. And that's not a bad thing. Like I always, inc- I always push my friends and I always try to, you know, get people ahead in the game, but, but I'm just, I'm just at a different space than a lot of them. So like, I need to, I need to surround myself. You should always have someone in your circle above you, someone, people at your level and the people you can teach, you know, like that, that's, that's something that you need to have. So I think, you know, I'm going to be moving to Miami in January and, and, I think uh, it's going to be a good thing for me. It's just, you know, there's a lot of people, like-minded people there, people that are above me, people that are below me and on my level. So I think, um, yeah, I just... Environment um, is key. That, yeah, that, environment, that environment is changes like, key. Yeah, because, like, you know, a lot of people, like, some people just don't have aspirations like that. You know, they're cool. They're cool with working their job and they're cool with doing what they do and they're cool with, you know, their small little pleasures and work and, and smoking weed, and you know, when they get off right off of work and whatever and waking up their day and smoking and then going, you know... And, and like, that's not the routine that I want to be involved in. I used to do that. And I, I, I just had to, I had to transition. I had to level up. I have to keep, I have to keep pushing, you know? There we go. Cause if you're not where you, if you're not where you want to be at, like you can't be chilling and smoking weed. Like, you know, you can't be right. partying. You can't be doing, if you're not like where you want to be, it's cool. Like once in a while you celebrate your wins along the way, but you can't, you can't be chilling if you're not, you know? Like, 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 uh, like well, who, who said that? I, I don't got a hundred mil yet. I can't sell yet. Who said that? Uh, uh, little baby. Right. Right. Yeah. Like Jake Cole said, hundred, said hundred mil and still on the grind, which, yeah, is, right. which is even better. That man's rich as fuck. And he's still, he's still going for it. Gentlemen, I, I compare really appreciate it to, you. to peanut butter. Honestly, bro. It's like, if you have one scoop <laughs> of peanut butter, it's really peanut butter, but the gas is peanut butter, bro. Cause one person could have even just a taste of it end up in the hospital on an allergic reaction another right. person could eat a whole jar so you have to know your right. own recipe right as far as like how much you should consume when you should consume right. all of that you got to all back to knowing yourself again yeah and I it's not like it's, a, it's not off, like it's a malicious I, it's not like it's mal- like alcohol is proven to be way more like you can get cirrhosis of your liver like there's all these bad things percent. that can happen like weed is really not bad like i don't even like to smoke weed I, I i have a vaporizer or i eat edibles or whatever like i'm very conscious about my health my health is because at the end of the day like it doesn't matter how steve jobs is it, he's dead like you know that was one of the richest men in the world doesn't if you don't take care of yourself doesn't matter how much right. money you have so I only, get, I only get one body i only get one set of organs i only get one so i'm gonna make sure i look at it like a carb you know like you don't change the yeah. oil you don't take care of it it's gonna fucking it's going to fail, you know, guys, this has been an amazing conversation. Biggest lessons have been like really get to know yourself. You guys have really gotten to know yourselves and really push yourselves to some limits. 
it's amazing to see both of you guys' growth. And it's also going to be amazing to see you guys both at the FX Summit 2022 <laughs> in Miami next year, May 13th through the 15th. Guys, thanks for stopping by the Expert Trader Absolutely. podcast. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you having me as always, bro.